Hello, everyone. This is Reb Brad, and you're listening to the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. If you're a podcast regular and you've been listening to our Lesson from Lasso series, then you can go ahead and skip ahead a minute and a half to start the pod for the day. Well, it's been almost 25 years for me as a volunteer chaplain and press officer in and around professional football, soccer, as we like to call it here in the U.S., And with that in mind, I've been offering this occasional series entitled Lessons from Lasso, essentially giving a chaplain's perspective on some of the things we see in the hit TV show meshed up with my own experiences in the game. All the while trying to be careful not to over-spiritualize what's on the screen, but commenting on some of the elements I believe can be great points of personal and professional development, no matter what your role or relationship with soccer. So whether you're an athlete, a coach, a staff member, or executive, or even a fan of soccer or of the Ted Lasso show, I hope you'll find this series fun, creative, and having a little bit of everything for everyone that's in and around the game. Thank you for listening to the From the Touchline podcast. Here we go with another lesson from Ted Lasso. He's found the space, and he's found the back of the net. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in. Second in his career, the third of the night, the hat-trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner, goes towards the near post, and you're the angle, and what a goal! What a goal! Episode 4 opens with our beloved AFC Richmond in dire straits. Down 2-0 at half, there is tension as athletes enter the locker room. The selfish prima donna Jamie Tart and wily veteran Roy Kent go at each other in a heated exchange, to which Coach Lasso tries to break things up. Coach, tell these boys what the first rule of my fight club is. No fight club, cracks a nervous Coach Beard. Tensions in a professional elite football locker room are very real, and they're well portrayed here. In different moments in my tenure as chaplain, I've been present for some of these intense and highly emotional kinds of moments. I've seen and heard the demise of chairs, strategy whiteboards, and other various locker room accoutrements during difficult game time and post-game moments. And fights and scuffles such as the one we see on the screen are not uncommon amongst a group of people with such diverse backgrounds, personalities, personal and corporate goals and hopes and dreams, And at different times, these all reach boiling points and moments when the energy and passion and anger and frustration just reach a tipping point and have to outlet in all sorts of directions. At this point in Lasso's tenure, it seems as though the club is going through the roughest of storms, perhaps illustrating well a group dynamics principle known as Tuckman's stages of group development. Bruce Tuckman, the late American psychological researcher and psychology professor at Ohio State University, published a theory in 1965 which identified four stages that a team of individuals that group together dynamically go through in order to come together for a collective goal and trying to achieve or overcome a particular challenge. Now, if you're in the business world or any environment with teams, you'll likely be familiar with the four original development phases, forming storming, norming, and reforming. And in this episode of Ted Lasso, we can squarely identify that AFC Richmond is storming. This phase of team and group development sees team members beginning to voice dissent, their opinions, their personalities are starting to come out more in honest and vulnerable ways, which can lead to conflict. 
often this conflict can ultimately damage the team and cut it off from reaching or achieving its goals if resolution cannot be achieved. And for many teams, there's a newfound strength as they go through such difficulties and as they emerge on the other side, normalizing, as it were, as a group and forging ahead. Well, I previously mentioned last November in a Lesson from Lasso podcast on personalities that Jesus has an interesting assemblage of people that become part of his team. To be sure, this was not some Hollywood cast of characters, a tax collector, a religious zealot, some rough and tough fishermen, and many, many more personas. All are called and drawn to Jesus to become his disciples. And they had their storming moments as well. When two of the group, brothers no less, ask Jesus for places and positions of power behind the group's back, and by using mom as an envoy, there's a huge uproar, a storming moment, if you will. You can read about it in Mark 10, 35 through 45, and Matthew 20, verses 20 through 28. This incident wasn't the first and only argument which had the disciples pining for glory. Several points in the gospel accounts, we see the disciples arguing about who's greatest, who's considered to be the best amongst themselves. And even on the last night together with Jesus before his death on a cross, they're still fighting for control, still posturing and positioning for authority and power. It was a locker room out of control in many ways. And Jesus's words to them? He said, this is the way the world acts. This isn't the way that you should act. We might even go so far as to say that Jesus gave them a rule like Lasso's No Fight Club. He told them, look, serve each other, love each other. If you want to be first, then be last. Well, it can be tremendously hard in a football locker room. Different wages, different positions, different skill sets, experiences, pedigrees, and accomplishments all boastfully bandied about the locker room at different times and in different ways. Sometimes as friendly banter, other times at the hot end of a point of argument or fight. And it takes real talent to manage all of that well. You may very well develop a simple ethos of no fight club, but I challenge you to go one better and teach those you lead how they might actually rise above conflict in healthy ways by learning to work together through conflict to a point where they serve one another and achieve greatness together. Well, thanks for listening to this lesson from Ted Lasso. This is Reb Brad coming to you from the Touchline.